The long and jolting journey to London by carriage in the lee of the Downs was enjoyable only because of the sunny weather, and because each night a brisk shower just before dawn laid the dust, although the two horses still kicked up enough at times to set them all coughing and make a cursing raven slow down from a trot to a walk. Day by day they skirted the North Downs, the great ridge lying on their right hand and deeply scarred with the white of the chalk showing through grass closely cropped by flocks of sheep. Once past West Malling, the downs began to curve round to the southwest across their path, and just as their road met the steep hill, Raven reined in at Rootham Heath. Better hire a couple of extra horses here than wait till we get to Rootham Village, he explained. Offer as not, they've none left. Or they want an extra couple of guineas for the last pair in the stable. The ride up the hill was spectacular. In climbing the side of the North Downs, with Raven stopping frequently to rest the horses, Ramage and Sarah would get out and look back over the rest of Kent spread out to the east and south of them. A green table, with church towers and steeples sticking up like stubby pegs on a lawn, each surrounded by a huddle of houses and barns. But Sarah seemed preoccupied, and when Ramage pressed her, admitted she was saddened by the tablet they had seen at the foot of the hill back in Rootham village. Near this place, it said, fell Lieutenant Colonel Shadwell, who was shot to the heart by a deserter on the morning of the first day of June 1799. Four lines carved below in italic added cryptically, the assassin with another deserter, his companion, were immediately secured and brought to justice. Three men dead, Sarah said. They all intended to fight the French. Well, obviously, the deserter and his companion changed their minds, but all three have ended up in graves here at the foot of the downs. Colonel Shadwell, was he a young man eager to fight the French? Or did he buy his commission to get away from a nagging wife? Was he serving in one of the regular regiments of foot, or simply a wealthy landowner here soldiering on Sunday mornings in the local yeomanry? Ramage murmured. Oh, darling, you are spoiling the whole thing. Here I am thinking of a young colonel with a brilliant future ahead of him, and belonging to one of the fashionable regiments, and you conjure up a portly farmer. Your imagination is running wild. Why did the soldier desert? Where did he get the pistol to fire a fatal shot? Or was it a musket? Who was his mysterious companion? Another soldier, or a trollopede picked up? Was it at night? Did the colonel call upon him to halt, or was the colonel leading a column of men? If it wasn't such a steep hill, I'd insist we go back to Rootham and ask some local people, Sarah said. It happened only a few years ago, so they'll remember the details. We'll inquire on the way back, Ramage promised. Come along. Raven is sitting on his box, so the horses are rested enough. As they approached the city, the road gradually became busier. After reaching Farningham, they went on to Swanley, by which time they were looking for an inn to spend the night and carts, carriages, and coaches were passing each way, either on their way to the coast or bound for London. Everyone, Ramage noted, seemed to be in a hurry. 
Raven's leisurely progress, he realized, would probably be the only time until the war ended that Ramage would ever travel this road so slowly. Every time he had previously left London for Dover or had traveled the parallel road to the Medway towns to join a ship at Chatham, the horses had always been in a lather. Raven still remembered where the house was, having brought his late master there a few times, and as he pulled up with a clatter and a loud, Whoa there! intended to warn the Earl's butler, Sarah sighed. How nice to be back in Palace Street. I think I prefer travelling by ship, though. We don't have to keep on packing and unpacking at post-inns. We must persuade Father to get a house on the Thames side at Greenwich, and we'll sell Treffery Hall and buy a place near Dover. Then we can sail round when we want to see them. We've come to see the gentleman at Lloyd's, Sarah pointed out, as a grinning hansom let down the steps with a crash.